fucking oh, love smells cereal. Smells like, like Fruity Pebbles. I'm looking home and eat a barrel bowl of cereal when I yeah. get out uh, of here. There's something super familiar that I can't put my like finger on. Cinnamon, you go ahead now. Cinnamon Toast Crunch and then, uh, and then going to the... And then going to Orange Theory and just working it all out <laughs> like a high on sugar. <laughs> yeah, let's run. <laughs> Woo! Run, bro, run, bro. On this episode of the Bourbon Hunters, Brett and Dude welcome back Jason C. from the Mash and Drum as they discuss some recent barrel picks from Mash and Journey and sample from Jason's collection. But before we get started, let me tell you about our partnership with Greenline Goods. This four-year-old company is based in Chicago and creates etched and printed glassware, including whiskey glasses, wine glasses, tumblers, mugs, shot glasses, and hand-blown crystal drinkware. Check them out with the link in our Instagram bio and save 15% off using the discount code BourbonHunters. You can also check them out at GreenlineGoods.com. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us for our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. Episode of the Bourbon Hunters. I'm Duke Poole. I'm joined by Brett Bryan. And we have no Tyler today, but we've upgraded tremendously. <laughs> and we've got Jason C. from the Mash and Drum, who has uh, lovingly brought us uh, a couple of bottles to uh, sample today. So we're going to go through a few of those. We've got an EG, EJ, sorry, Curly and Company, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. We've got Nulu Bourbon Whiskey, which is uh, one of their experimental batches finished in honey barrels. And then we have uh, a little taster of one of his upcoming Yellowstone barrel picks. Mm -hmm. And then a surprise that he's going to blind to us. And it's probably like uh, something that's supposed to be outstanding. We're going to tear it apart and (laughs) he's going to tell us what it is and our minds are going to explode or something. (laughs) Something like that. It's honestly just a bottle. I just want to get your uh, opinion on because, well, I'll save it for for what I think of it. Okay. During the reveal, you can tell us your your editorial thoughts on uh, <laughs> how this came to be. So, what do you want to start with? Uh, you know what? Let's go with the, um, let's start with the Yellowstone because I actually do want to get your opinions on it. So okay. this is this is the pick that Tyler, yeah. we brought Tyler along to help with. And so it's going to be terrible. To if Tyler did it, I mean. Well, I, figured, well, I, figured, I, figured, I don't think he really got to help, right? Didn't he, didn't he find out he had to he, like be. He the, took some sips. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's fair. Um, so, uh, all right, real quick, it's been a minute because we had to use a, uh, a uh, recorded vault episode for last mm. week, so it's been a minute. Uh, what's everyone been up to? What have you been up to, Jason? I know you've been, like, crazy busy going around doing stuff. Yeah, traveling for work, traveling to Kentucky still a bunch of times. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a little bit. Right. Yeah, I'll try it with you guys. Why don't you pour it since this is yours? No, no, you pour it. Go ahead. Just, just a little bit. You there's know, some, uh, there's some. Know. Look, look in the bottom of the bottle. You got a little bit of uh, some barrel oh, pits. Some sediment. Nice. You got some barrel bits in there. All right. Ooh, a little alligator yeah. char. Yeah. I'm gonna come out my own cereal, just called uh, barrel <laughs> pebbles instead of fruity pebbles. Love it. Listen, Tyler's not here, so everyone's gonna get a reasonable pour today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tyler curious to get. I'm so curious, off. I'm curious to get uh, to get Brett's. Um, oh, my schnoz on it. Yeah, because I think this profile kind of fits what you like. Oh. So we'll see. Well, no complaints from me. Yeah. All right. I'd do a quick sniff real quick. I, I wasn't real sure what my nose was feeling today. but So so interesting thing about Yellowstone is, uh, and what I didn't know until we got there, they set you up, you get three barrels, but all three barrels are set up with three different proof points. Oh, that's cool. So Is that normal for them? Is that the way they always do it? That's the way they do it. So I actually have the little the manual oh, yeah. here. Yeah. And uh, basically they set it up at 102 proof. 109 proof, and then 115. Now, do they always do those three proofs? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, those are the choices you get for your barrel pick. And basically, it's, uh, like I said, it's three barrels, and we went through all of them. It's amazing how different they all smelled at the different proof points, even though they were the same barrel. That's crazy. Um, the, the, so this barrel is the one we selected, which was the middle one of the okay. three. And it's a barrel, not a blend, correct? It's a barrel. Okay, Single just confirming. Barrel. Now, the... The nose on the 109 proof was the best thing. You would have died because it was like literally a butterscotch candy. 
Uh, but unfortunately, the pallet didn't live up to the nose. Yeah. So we went up. That. So we went up a little bit to get to this one, and this actually brought a little bit more of the flavor. Uh, not as good at, uh, on the nose because you, I think with the added proof, you lose a little bit of that sweetness. Mm -hmm. But man, on the palate, it, you know, if you guys taste it, it brings it. Well, that first whiff I got on the nose. So this is what, 115? This is 115. Okay. I got pear. No, there. The, for, I'm not saying I don't get fruit, but my initial, like, very first sniff, there was, like, a buttery note to it. It mm -hmm. wasn't butterscotch, yeah. but there was a buttery note to it. I'm definitely getting it. So the pear I'm getting, I feel like it's almost like a um, – I'm getting the butteriness, like you mentioned. And maybe it's not pear, but I'm getting something. Uh, There's a sweet fruit in there, whether it's a, like a gala apple or something weird like that. That's what I get. I get, um, I get Granny Smith apple on that, it. That's what I was going to say. It might not be pear as much as it is apple, but I'm getting some sort of a fruit. I didn't want to say apple right away because I think of a different apple usually when I'm thinking apple. But now that I've I, – I think it might be apple. You know? I mean, which is indicative of, you know, the – the limestone branch stuff, the Yellowstone, it's not a super high age, so yeah. to get an apple on it is pretty common. But we were I, we were really blown away with the experience and um, had a had a great time. I think for me, so I I haven't done nearly as many as you have, obviously, but for me, that's you know we talk about bourbon experience and and we talk about drinking bourbons and we talk about what makes a bourbon a good bourbon. You can sit down one day, have a bourbon, and it's the best bourbon you've ever had in your life because mm -hmm. you're hanging out, having a good time. Like, whatever we drink on 4th of July here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's always fantastic. Because, because we're just sitting there having yeah. fun. We're, we're eating, you know, like some pulled pork or some brisket or something, and we're just, you know, plowing through some bourbon and, and having a blast, and everything just tastes amazing. Yeah. And then the next time you drink it, you're just like, yeah, what was I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So yeah. I, I think that the... Barrel picking experience kind of lives up to that first one, you know, where mm -hmm. you're because it's just a, such a fun experience. And if they do it right, I think it just makes it taste that much better. I I don't know. No, but I agree with you. I think experience and and camaraderie and the people you're with and um, your environment, your surroundings, and, yeah. your environment, all that makes a big difference. So for this one, you had a terrible time because you had Tyler with you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can't defend himself, which makes it even more fun. <laughs> Um, yeah. No, Tyler. Uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun, and sure Tyler, Tyler was nosing them, and and we when we nosed that one, at, this one at 109 proof, we both looked at each other, <laughs> and we were like, we're like, wow, <laughs> and then um, then we're like, man, I just wish the palate had more, but the palate at 115 definitely brought a little bit more of the mm -hmm. of the butteriness, and we're digging this one. This is actually going to sit in the barrel, I think, another three months before it gets bottled. So I think some of those. It had, because it's a younger whiskey, it's got a little bit of rough edges, but I think those will smooth out a little bit. Huh. The butteriness hits me right in the, the front of my tongue. Oh, Initially, I did. Right. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, you're fine. I couldn't help myself. Mm. It hits me right in the front of the tongue, and then it kind of like slowly transitions back, and then there's some different profiles that come as it goes mm -hmm. back. But on the very mm. tip of my tongue, I get that initial sweet buttery. Mm -hmm. What What is their mash bill? Same as bean. 72, 13, 12. 12 is barley? Yeah. And uh, 13 is rye and, yeah. and 72 corn. There's yeah, 12 I'm, I'm definitely getting the barley in this. 70, let me look that up again. I'm, I'm definitely getting the corn. I might, be, I might be mixing yeah. up my... The corn uh, is very, very powerful, and, and, it, and it makes it... So do you have an age statement on this one, did you already say? Yeah, they're about... they generally between five, six years old. Okay. You know? Well, uh, oddly enough to me, I feel like it doesn't taste five years old mm -hmm. because of how strong the corn is. But then when you say 72%, I'm like, okay, well, that makes more sense. Uh, the corn really jumps out on the tongue. It almost overwhelmed me. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to go back to another sip now to see now that the corn, you know, that visceral reaction to just the, the strength of that corn, I'm wondering if now it'll taste a little bit different, and I bet it will because this is my first drink of the day too, so that doesn't Yeah, mine too, and I'm just kind of – and I, I haven't revisited this since we did the pick. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to see how it's uh, – yeah, 75, 75, 13, 12. Oh, 75, 13. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. That yeah, actually is 100. Yeah, that's 100. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, can't, I can't math things. I math bad. <laughs> I math bad. Um, so have, I wanted to ask you this. You've done a lot of barrel picks now. Yeah. Have you ever done a barrel pick that you then received later that you were like, Ugh, how did we pick that? Or... Or whatever they did after you left, it didn't end up being as good as you thought it might be. Well, I'll be. tell you the one I was most nervous about. It was two years ago when we did the look at the birdie, the Russell's Reserve pick. Yeah. Because 
because of what was going on with COVID. Yeah. We, mm. Wild Turkey wasn't sending samples. Yeah. And we couldn't do anything virtual. So did they just pick for you? Yeah. Oh. So basically, uh. you send in the profile you want, the flavors. Yeah. And you're on a wing and a prayer, man. You're you're hoping that Eddie or Bruce picks you out something that is close to your flavor profile. And luckily, when it came back, I was like, oh, holy shit, I hope this tastes good. Because, like, it was, it was, I think, like the second or third pick we had done um, that year, last year. And um, it took a while to come, and people were asking about it and asking about it because they knew I was a turkey nut, and, like, how to come out, how to come out. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so uh, once, we, once we got it and we tasted it, it ended up being probably one of, the, one of the group's, like, most favorite picks that we did. Really? Yeah. I've never had a bad Russell's Reserve, though. Yeah. So that would be my only thing is I've yeah. never had a bad Russell's Reserve. That is by far one of my favorites. So let's, let's talk about that a little bit. What The OHLQ thing. That, yeah. That's, uh, you took part in that, right? Yeah, I helped pick uh, all 15 barrels. And so, no shit. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that had to be no burnout by the end of that 15. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I did a video on it, um, which I released on Monday, uh, about the experience. Yeah. And, and so we did this back in, I think it was January. It was freezing. Yeah, I remember you telling me about yeah. going down there. I mean, yeah. it was freezing in the warehouse. The, the whiskey's cold. The warehouse is cold. Um, colder even than outside because it's in that that rick house. And you're, uh, you're walking through and you're basically... Just thieving your barrel. Your right? barrel speed dating. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're jumping from barrel to barrel as fast as you can, and you're not looking so much for the gems. You're looking for bad or off profile because ones. Because you're doing so many. Yeah, that you don't think the state or the people that are drinking okay. it will really enjoy. Now, throughout, I think we tried 19 or 20 toll. In a day? Mm-hmm. Jesus. And we eliminated the ones we didn't want, and there was, uh, you know, 15. We took those 15, that, and within those 15, you kind of find. The gems. Some special ones, yeah. Yeah, so I had three that I'd written down that I thought were wow. absolutely fantastic. And I, uh, How hard do you think it's going to be to actually get these? I don't know. That's the thing. It's like they don't... They're all releasing on the same day, right? Well, they're starting to release uh, tomorrow. They uh, are. Um, Where? So <laughs> Cleveland, Cincinnati, and, uh, and Columbus. Columbus having they, released they, tomorrow? So Cleveland gets five of the barrels. Yeah. And then, then it's Cincinnati and Columbus get it dispersed between the other ten. So hmm. as we're speaking, this will—if you're listening, day of release, this will be yesterday. Yeah. So Wednesday, <coughs> the eighth, right? Yeah. So well, today's Monday. Today's uh, Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. Oh, it's Tuesday. <laughs> so see, this is what I did mean. Did they start today like, then? Or they started today then? Oh shit! Yeah, sorry. Did we miss some then? Should we just cut this right now and go? Like. <laughs> They're probably gone by now if they were. Well, in I know some. Well, uh, Bruce Russell is going to be uh, at the upper, the upper Arlington store in. Um, no shit. In uh, the Giant Eagle signing bottles. Damn. So that's cool. He's going to be there, I think, from three to five. This is growing on me now that I'm drinking more of it. Right. It's opened up. Not. I shouldn't say it's opened up a little. I think getting past the visceral reaction of my yeah. first drink of the day and how corn heavy it was at the beginning. Now it's actually getting some. I'm getting some complexity there. That I was, wasn't on my first sip. I was scared this is going to taste too beamy, and it doesn't. There's no. more of a. There's in like a 1980s old granddad vibe going on. In this. I was going to say this tastes a little bit dusty. Granddad. I was going to say this tasted a little dusty to me. It's yeah. got a visceral or a, not visceral, a viscous um, mm-hmm. uh, butteriness, like you were mm-hmm. talking about. That's why we picked it. We're like, wow, this has this like a dusty type yeah. of uh, nostalgia flavor profile to it. I love that. Me too. I, to be honest. And yeah. I've never been into that until we went on our last trip in uh, December. You didn't get to go on that. Um, but we went to the Willet Bar mm-hmm. and we went to the museum in the, or the whatever it's called, the library or whatever, yeah. Bardstown. And just in both places we're drinking old dusty stuff and I was just like, holy cow. It was game changing for yeah. me. Yeah. Like the Austin Nichols turkeys and, and some of those things. We had all those. and oh. 1980s were a magical year for, uh, for old beams and, um, and, uh, and wild turkey stuff. Even, even the Heaven Hill, you get to try some of the stuff from the late 70s, the old Fitz 101 uh, decanters and some of those. I mean, some of the most buttery, mm. you know, caramel-heavy whiskeys you'll ever try. Just the, delicious. The whole time. I was drinking those. I'm sitting there thinking, God, Brett should be here. Brett should be <laughs> yeah. here. I mean, that's like. That's, that's my wheelhouse, man. Yeah, that's my profile, too. I mean, yeah. I, I, I go yeah. crazy for that stuff. This hits me in the middle of the tongue now. What, what is happening over yeah, here? Yeah, you're fine. I mean, we still are recording. Yeah. You're just yeah. cutting out this part of it. Yeah. But this, like, it sits in the middle of my tongue. It has that viscous, like, it's a long-lasting, 
Um, it's almost like you had like a, a piece of candy, right? And you're done eating that candy and mm-hmm. it's like left over in your mouth. That's what it reminds me of right now. Yeah, it's it's real creamy. Mm-hmm. Um, we just fell in love with this barrel. When we, like I said, when we smelled it at that proof, we were like, holy crap. Uh, like, I can't, like, hopefully at 115 it lives up to the hype because the other two were okay. I mean, they were more like standard Yellowstones and... Um, now, will they be doing any, like, filtering or cold filter or anything before it's bottled? Uh, or is it going to come just like this? No, because this, years, this, is, this is what it comes. It's just going to taste just like that. Now, hopefully the barrel doesn't do, doesn't do too much more stuff In to it. But it's a small months. operation, man, yeah. over there. Well, I, I mean, all, all I know is this is convincing me to buy it when it comes out. Yeah, I probably right? will, too. I mean, so that's good. Um, yeah. yeah. So Prohibition Craft Spirits. That's I've, I have one downstairs from them. And I think it's a new Lou also. Yeah. You think it's a Nulu? Yeah. Not a not a honey. Well, no. Prohibition Craft Spirits is who owns Nulu. So. Oh, uh, it is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was not aware of that. Yeah. So Maybe that's why Prohibition Craft Spirits is on yeah. there. <laughs> that that could be the reason. We might be onto something. Yeah. So well, because this one is a little bit more ultra sweet. I want to. Um, I do. I do want to try this brand with you guys. Yeah. I want to save the Nulu for last. I don't. I just. I don't know. I think I'm really going to like it because it's this honey barrel. Yeah. Um, and I have questions about what a honey barrel is, but we can get yeah, to that have, when we I get there. Some, there's, some, there's some interesting techniques that are used mm-hmm. to, to age stuff in a honey barrel, which I think is really interesting because you, it's not just filling a barrel with honey. There's, there's, it's a pain in the ass, to be honest. <laughs> so, um, so let me pull up my notes on here because uh, I did do research on this because, uh, you know, you know I'm a dork like that. I used to do all that. <laughs> I know you used to have your little pad out, your little iPad, and, and then fucking. And then Tyler kind of ruined it for me. He made all Tyler the ruins effort. Everything. He kind of made all the effort, like, you know, not worth it. He was like, anybody can read from a tablet. <laughs> but not only that, but like he he just didn't appreciate it. And then he'd ask stupid questions. We would cover it, and then he'd ask a question that was already answered five minutes later. So he's like, going to do yeah. that regardless. <laughs> so this is just your basic, uh, you know, lost. Lost, uh, lost brand of bourbon that yeah. has been reincarnated. Okay. Um, this is you could track EJ Curley back to the late 1800s. Um, so they they brought the brand back. I think it's something like a like a 15 or 18 million dollar investment to bring it back. Wow. Um, it's going to be br- they're building a new facility for this brand, like 22,000 square foot. Um, is there a, is there a mother company to this like a you know Sazerac or a, no this is EJ EJ Curley and company okay now Larry and Mo had nothing to do with this Larry and Mo <laughs> to my yeah <laughs> I was waiting on that one there you go I was like when can I when can I spring this one, one. <laughs> I didn't yeah. I didn't even think about it yeah so right now this is a source product um, they're doing some single barrels they're doing uh, they they plan on releasing two different mash bills um, that will reflect the traditional bourbon whiskey from the original mash bills that EJ Curley used to use. Um, to launch a first-of-its-kind Kentucky blended international spirit in the near future. So right now, these are sourced single barrels. They actually have some of the plans of the new facility online that you can look at how big it's going to be. Um, and that's in Kentucky, you said? Yeah. So Rick Baker, he's the CEO of EJ Curley. Um, I met his wife uh, just randomly in Kentucky, and she was telling me about the brand that's coming out and Keep an eye out for it. I'm like, oh, okay, uh, sure. So, did you just like find it in a store, or did yeah? You so, I was listening to I don't know if you know uh, Perry from This Is My Bourbon podcast, yeah. and uh, he had. I was down in Kentucky to uh, go to his event that he had. He had a meetup event down there, but the episode before the event, he had reviewed this. Now there are some. They're being really tight lipped on where this is from, where it's sourced. Okay. Okay. But I have a, actually a pretty good inside info on where this is sourced. I want to see if we could maybe pick it up. All right. Okay. No pressure. Right? No shit. It's not about pressure. It's just like, I mean, I can't completely confirm that I was told where exactly this is sourced from, and it's the correct place, but I feel like maybe we can. We'll see. Now, did you get an idea based off of the taste, or you've just heard things? I've not tasted this yet, so this so is my haven't. first crack okay. with, with you guys. All right. I feel uh, yeah. even more pressure. Yeah. <laughs> but I have been told where this All right. could so the be, nose where this could be, yeah. Immediately was familiar. Yeah, it is familiar, but, I mean, so, uh, so yeah, on the video uh, I posted on Monday, the... Do we know the mash bill? I posted my three... 
my three uh, favorite Russell's Reserve single barrels from that lot that oh, I put yeah. OHLQ. Damn it. Yeah. So I won't get any of them now. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> but again, kidding. but I said in the video, I don't know where these are going. That's true. So the hunt I is on. They, I thought they posted where they were all going. No, on no, the they, the, they posted like what the barrels were, the taste profiles, but, but they not didn't the barrel not like what store they're going to go. So oh, they, they didn't say yeah. which stores? I thought yeah. they did. I thought that OHLQ had a link to all those. Maybe I maybe I misread. They had a link to the places that Bruce Russell's going to be signing at. Okay. But they didn't tell you like what like where this barrel is going to be, now, where that barrel is going to be. Going? No, I don't. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I asked uh, I asked the team over at OHLQ. I'm like, "So, because I helped, or you know, right. am I going to get to like track any of these barrels down that I call out as my favorites? Like, <clears throat> where do I go? So they're like, "Oh, we'll let you know. We'll let you know." <laughs> okay, but they, but they haven't. Not yet. <laughs> I want to find. If you see a Russell's Reserve, let me know, or pick it up for me, and I'll well, pay you. Obviously, it's probably limit one. So fuck what, yourself. But if you see one, <laughs> you could be like, "Hey, it's oh, on Roberts." Do. I always do. But then you're always like, "Okay, I'll get it tomorrow." Or do the old thing where you buy one and you walk in with another outfit, another hat, and you just buy <laughs> just one. have a bunch of hats well, in your vehicle <laughs> and like just fucking sombrero, some must, <laughs> fucking mustache, like glasses. Hey, the COVID, you just wear a different mask each time. <laughs> oh, yeah. there you go. And a different hat together. Yeah. They'll never know. And just never make eye contact. I but see, the problem is they'll look at my ID and they'll see dude and they'll be like, you were just in here. <laughs> be like, it's French. It's dude. It's dude. Yeah, it's dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's just ood. The D is silent. <laughs> <laughs> ood. The ood. first The first D. The first D. So did you say, is there a mash bill listed on here? If I tell you the mash bill, you might know. So do you know? Is, is the mash bill listed? No, it's not. Okay. But you, could, you guys could take a look at the bottle. But you, you know the take mash a look. bill. I mean, based on what the what people are telling me where that is sourced from, okay. I know the mash bill. All right. So. You know what? It might be the one that they told me it is. Now that I'm tasting it. Mm. From the nose, just like vanilla cream and citrus. From the nose, I'm thinking. <laughs> Getting attacked by freaking. From the nose, I'm thinking. Mega Nance. <laughs> Heaven Hill. From the nose, but I don't know if which that's which I can see because I've been fooled with Heaven Hill and this supposed distillery as well. But the more and more I dig into it, I'm getting a little bit more of the citrus. Which I generally don't get a lot on Heaven Hill. That's why I'm now kind of, plus your reaction, well, you could maybe. <laughs> you <laughs> could do maybe, maybe, maybe not, maybe. So what have you guys been up to since uh, it's been a minute? I haven't seen you since the, uh, I haven't seen Brett since the anniversary uh, episode. Yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, when me and him were scheming in the back, and <laughs> we got in trouble. That was a great fucking time. <laughs> yeah, it was. We were having our, like, Smack own separate. Wrist. Yeah, yeah. You guys shut up. We're trying to put a show on here. Separate you two. <laughs> no, nothing to, uh, just work. Nothing too crazy for me. I've got some trips coming up. Um, any, uh, any interesting bottles you've uh, been able to pick up in your, since the last time I saw you? I know you, I know you said you, you built a, you built a pretty, Pretty epic infinity bottle. I cannot believe how good that infinity bottle is, and yeah, I'm kind of pissed off. So, so tell me your. How did you build it? It was it a just bottles you had empty. You just were pouring mm -hmm. the like, end. The end of a pour. The end in of each a pour. one, Yeah. Which is a good way to do it because you never know what's going to happen. Exactly. It's going to come out like shit, or it's going to be really good. And so, say that like it's the end of a of a bottle, like, and I pour it in my you know Glencairn or whatever. And I'm like, oh, it's kind of full. And then I had like a shot glass, and I do only one ounce is what yeah. I would do, right? Yeah. And then dump that in there, and then I would drink what was left over. Okay. So it's like one ounces of everything. Um, I drink a decent amount of weeders and rye, high rye, not like rye whiskey. Um, but there are no rye whiskeys. Everything in there is a bourbon. Okay. And it just turned out ridiculously good. I don't know why. I could never recreate it. It has the longest finish. Um, of anything I swear I've ever had. He's really. How old is this? I like. I hear. I can. Yeah, I can hear it in there too. Like his his uh, his the, ears are grinding. The, the, the steam's being caught by yeah. the ear. Muscles. I think I could smell bacon too coming out of your head. That might be. Um, what did you want to know? How old? There's. It's non-H dated, but it's 121.1 proof. Oh, that's what I'm getting. It's I couldn't a, tell if it was rye or a, proof. It's a single barrel. Uh, number 33. After the Civil War, Irish-born soldier Edmund Curley sourced pure limestone-filtered water from our natural cavern, far below the Earth's surface, to produce one heck 
of a smooth drinking bourbon. It is smooth for 120. Our, our offering honors those who won their liberty at Camp Nelson, forging a more perfect union. Was that a uh, little hint? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Camp Nelson, I mean. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, Based on that clue, do you think that could be what you're thinking of? I think it, it can. It wasn't what I was thinking of. When I hear Camp Nelson, I think immediately of two things. Um, I mean, one is Russell's, mm -hmm. so turkey. Yeah. It has that rye, like, to me. I get, like, a higher it's rye. It's got the spice. Yeah. And what's the other? The, so the... I think, I think honestly, that's probably the more and more I think about it. I think that may be where I'm leaning. I was wondering if maybe like Castle and Key or somewhere like that had maybe because they do some citrusy stuff, right? Like they do, but um, I've never had any of theirs to know what it would I've taste. I've never like. had it either. Yeah, for, I've I've had, and it's very. For me, the the one Castle and Key, I had Castle and Key batch two bourbon that I reviewed, uh -huh. and it was very apple forward and fruit, and I don't get not, a lot of that in that here. Not that type of. Uh, yeah, okay. not that type. Yeah, and not that not this type of spice and and um, and I do feel like it's got a good color to it. I do feel like there's some age to it. So when I was told Camp Nelson, I figured is it is a turkey. But the thing with wild turkey is remember wild turkey is uh, a lot of people say oh they don't source they don't source and Generally, that's true, but remember, Campari owns Wild Turkey, so they will, if they need to... Um, borrow some whiskey? Yeah, borrow some oh. whiskey, or if they need to contract to still out, or lend out some whiskey to folks who need it. I mean, it's not outside... be Campari and not... Uh, it's not outside the realm of possibility, but... Is that what you think it is? That's what I think it is, and that's what I've been more than likely told is what it is, because of the connection with Camp Nelson. Yeah. I mean, but I can see it now that you said Camp Nelson. Like it, it, it was almost like I got smacked in the face. But the only issue, that, I, I the only thing I, I question, it's very mind. because they're going in the barrel at one fifteen now. While turkey, it's like one hundred twenty one point one proof. You generally don't see turkeys that high anymore. Well, you're right. And, and most of their single barrels are what one fourteen. The one fifteen. One fifteen is that but, what the single barrels are? You know, going through the warehouses recently, you know, with wild turkey, there have been some one hundred twenty ish. Right. Well, they barrels. almost have to go up in proof to get it to to be consistently one fifteen for their single barrels, right? Well, yeah, I they mean, proof them down. I would say as right, they evaporate and stuff, you can't proof them up. I mean, right. Well, only only going up would happen naturally in the barrel, yeah. not yeah. so much. Yeah. Not Unless so much, it was yeah. in a like a a low, or I'm sorry, yeah, it would have to be in a low part of the rickhouse for it to do that, right? Yeah. Like low. Yeah. Low will lower the proof usually, and high will higher the proof. Yeah. So it depends on where it's aging. But but, but yeah, I mean, it, to be to be consistently bottling their single barrels at one fifteen, you would assume that whatever that wherever they're taking those single barrels from, the proof has to go up. Mm -hmm. So so finding a one twenty proof isn't beyond the realm of possibility. Yeah, for sure. Um, but. I don't know. Yeah, the more I taste it, the more I think, oh, maybe it is. But you know, again, your mind can play some funny right. things on you. Well, that's kind of I was I was thinking like the vanilla, all that. I I would have probably because I didn't like you said I would have never thought of wild turkey, but then once you said Camp Nelson, I was like, well, shit, this kind of fits that profile. Like, yeah, it, it and does. I was, but I was waiting to get like that. I get this little usually like this hint of like cherry or sometimes grape, in mm -hmm. a in a. But that's more of a Russell's. I'm not really sure where this came from, so. You know, you never know. With all the wild turkey warehouses, you just never know. But yeah. I do like the profile. I think it's a good solid mm. bottle. It is. And I'm actually enjoying this. Yeah. And it doesn't taste 121. It doesn't. It doesn't, no. Um, I couldn't tell if it was proof or pepper, like a spice pepper. But I think, I think it, it's a, sp a, a spice. I do. I, I don't think, think it's, a little it's proof. Bit of, I think it's a little bit of both. both but as yeah. it opens up, it leans more towards the just pepper. spice and finish. Agree. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. completely I agree. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is uh, available. In, this is available in Kentucky. And this is about. Um, I think I paid seventy five. Oh, that's not a bad buy for that at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like a sore penis. It's hard to beat. Hard to beat. <laughs> I 
You know what? I I would pay seventy dollars for that. I think just to have yeah. a bottle of it. I think it was seventy five. So you wouldn't go for seven, just seventy. No, I said I'd pay seventy for it. Well, we have that five dollar coupon. I'll talk, <laughs> I talk, I'll talk him down. Yeah, he's got that five dollar coupon. You know who I am? <laughs> I am Uday. Uday. <laughs> Uday. Uday. I love that. That's great. Yeah, I just uh, no. This is good. I'm glad you uh, you guys liked that one. I just wanted to see what your reaction with that one to be because I wasn't wasn't quite sure. Now, full disclosure, there's not a lot of bourbons I don't like. I mean, well, yeah, agree. It's it's generally not about bourbons you that you find, you know, that you don't like. You just like some more than others. Yeah, that's really that's, what it is. that's what it is for me. There are a few I've had that I didn't like, not to name any, but I think also price factors in too, because because sure. a bourbon that's mediocre at a high price can make you hate that bourbon. Oh, yeah. rather than oh for sure. Yeah, even though if you had a blind, you might think oh it's a solid pour. Yeah, but then you find out it's like a two hundred dollar bourbon. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that yeah. could definitely factor in. No, but, but I, I like this. This is good. It's it, good. It's hitting all the buttons for me. Like, the viscosity might not be as good as what we had on that Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. But the flavor think, profile is. I think that's the one place where that bourbon lacks. Mm-hmm. It's viscosity. It's, it's thin. Yeah. For 121 proof. I would expect. It, it shoots through the palate pretty quickly. And that, that mm. might be why it doesn't taste 121 proof is the fact that it's not super viscous. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right, it does. It shoots right through the palate, but th- but so much is going on as it's shooting through the palate. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm getting a lot. And every drink, I feel, is just a little bit different. Like, it's it's growing with every drink, which and is like nice. just kind of just kind of sits on the side of your tongue. It just mm-hmm. kind of hangs out there with that, that peppery, that spice. Yeah. I get a lot of that, that pepperiness yeah. out of it. What about you, dude? Have you gotten anything uh, recently that's been like, kind of impressive uh, to you? Well, you He's mean like, bourbon-wise? Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, just anything. Uh, well, I, I mean, I'm always getting new stuff. I Any National like. Journey picks you've recently enjoyed? Um, <laughs> well, I just ordered your one that you released last Friday. The Nashville Barrel Company ones? Yeah, the yeah. bourbon. I didn't do the rye, I did the bourbon. I think Jeff might have done both. He was saying you wanted to remember. do both. Dude, the rye. The rye's insane. <sighs> I'm just not a huge rye guy. It and doesn't I, taste like a rye. I know, but like every time I order or like buy a rye, I like it, and then I, I just know. I never think about going back to it. We'll I have to give you have to give you a sample of it before. It's an expensive rye, unfortunately. Well, yeah, was it two hundred or something? So, yeah, one eighty nine. Yeah, because um, well, it's Nashville Barrel Company. Yeah, yeah, and, and that that doesn't. If it's really good, I'll pay that. I'll pull the yeah. trigger on something like that. But right now, there's so many things getting ready to come out between you. And bourbon enthusiasts, I'm just like, fuck, it's going to be it's the summer of... What sucks for I us, know. too, is like we're we're having a really hard time with scheduling and trying to spread these things out because... Because you kind of just have to take them when they give them to you, right? Yeah, we do the picks, and then it's like we don't hear anything. And then all of a sudden, the distributor's like, hey, Seven of them show up at the same A, time. B, C, <laughs> and D all, and when are we releasing these things? Ah. Uh, uh, Right. Like, can you give you want to give your the patrons s- a little bit of a break, right? So that spread they can, these like, out. Let them get a weekly paycheck them. before <laughs> they. <laughs> yeah, that's my problem as of late. As so, I think most of you that listen know that my son just turned eighteen. So that's a, you know, is he that, asking for a car already? Well, he's taking my car. Okay. When my car comes, I'm giving him. When my new car comes, I'm giving him mine. Oh, you got a new car? What are you getting? I uh, Tesla. I Look at you. Just in time for these fucking did you gas get, prices. Did you get all the apps? Um, <laughs> I got the Model Three. Is that the I'm, one with the doors that open? Sideways? No, that's the X. Oh, okay. So if you that's if the you, big dog. If you follow Tesla, they have the Model S, Three, mm-hmm. X, and Y, which spells sexy, and they did that on purpose. But so the Three is the lowest one of the the bottom of the barrel. It's just a regular car. It's yeah. the cheaper, affordable one. When I, when I was in uh, Vegas, but I it finally... Has the, it has the longest range. That's why I bought it. Yeah, when I was in uh, Vegas, I finally got to ride in a Tesla in an Uber. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like, that was my first to, experience, too. Yeah, I actually got to sit in one, and he had the huge Screen. tablet on the... Yeah, yeah, those are cool. He's like, you basically... He's like, it really comes with nothing. You pay what your upgrade is and, like, the apps and the technology. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, you can do oh. a premium uh, monthly payment. Okay. It's like XM, basically. Yeah. And, and it comes <clears> with... So the data, like... It, it basically comes with a data package that gives you, like, their streaming service, which is probably, I, th- I think it's just a white-labeled um, Spotify, basically. Yeah. And uh, and then you got your Bluetooth connectivity. So if you have everything on your phone, you don't even need it, you know? It, it No matter what you do, you get their navigation because that's how you do their charging stations, and that's how you plan your trips. And then they do their over-the-air upgrades. You can lease different features like the auto drive or self, whatever it's called, autopilot. You can lease that or you can buy it that as fucking, a one-time. That fucking freaks me out. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't think I'll ever do that. <laughs> I don't uh, think it's like there yet. You know what I mean? I think even he well, admits it's not. I it's mean, not where it needs to be. Ninety-nine percent there. The problem is that one percent is just stupid little things, like things you can't you can't plan for. Yeah. You yeah. know, like a dog running out in front of the yeah. street. Like they, I mean, they would recognize that. That's a bad example. They would recognize that, and you'd stop, hopefully in time. Um, but like. There's just things that, you know, I don't think it's it's ready for yet. And I don't I think it's just because the AI part of it is just not quite there yet. Yeah. But it's it's ninety nine percent there. One of my buddies has it and he's in the beta program for the self drive and, and you like to even qualify, I think you have to have three months of what Tesla considers responsible driving. And uh, they monitor your eyes and all this stuff while you're driving to make sure you're paying attention to the road, like so much, so much percentage of the time. And if you qualify, then you can enter their beta program, and then you get three strikes. If they catch you, like, not holding the wheel a certain <laughs> number of times, things like that. Then I'd be, like, picking my nose the whole fucking time. I want like, to huh? get a Tesla. Two-handed? I want to just go in one of those Ohio roundabouts and just drive in circles for 20 <laughs> minutes. And Tesla's reading the data. What is going on with this guy? <laughs> He, he was in auto drive. <laughs> yeah. All right, we so, got to fix something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so he just turned 18. Uh, he just graduated high school. So we have his graduation party coming up this Saturday. So the wife's freaking out about that a little bit. You know, the, the uh, stress level is a little elevated right now. Yeah, that'll happen. Mine never gets elevated, so I'm fine. Yeah. Um, so that's happening. But, like, oh, my God. Like, so we're holding it at the gym to, to save some money. But What's then, a good space, too? But then we're also spending a shit ton of money on the food, the, the tables, like all the catering stuff. Like all that stuff is just costing money. And it's just like, holy shit. I mean, I wonder how much more expensive or less expensive it would have been to actually have it somewhere. So that's that's the thing. Um, Did you get the Tesla because of the raising gas prices or you had wanted one before that? I ordered it in February. Okay. It's not supposed to show up till July 3rd to August 7th, somewhere in that range. Okay. And uh, I knew that the gas prices were going to be going up. I currently own a plug-in hybrid, which means it uses all battery until the battery runs out. Then it switches over to an alternate or to a uh, generator okay. that runs the battery. So it's a battery car basically, but it only has like a 45-mile range. And then it switches over to gas. But for me driving around town, I never ever switch over to gas. I think in the ten, it's a ten-year-old car right now that I've owned it for. Um, and I think I've only used like 310 gallons of gas in it in 10 years. And That's I'm averaging over 250 miles a gallon. Oh. So um, I've got a plug in, a, a charger in my garage already. Nice. Now it's not a fast charger because the model I bought didn't have that yet, uh, didn't have that ability yet. So I have the, uh, the charger in my car or in my garage. So when I get the Tesla, I'll be able to just charge in my garage already. It'll be a slow charge, so it'll take, you know, if I were on E, battery-wise, it would probably take me 24 hours to charge it to Get completion. It back up. But I don't, I mean. Then what's the range on the uh, newer, <coughs> the one you're getting? What's 356, the, I believe. 356 miles? Yeah. Shit. There you go, you poor man. Me? Yeah. Uh-oh. Pressure's on you now. Right. Yeah. Um, so now we're switching over to the new Lou. Uh, yeah, so finished this, in honey barrels. Yes, this is a single barrel um, from West Islip. So enlighten me about a honey barrel. Yeah. So the interesting thing about honey barrels is, um, now when I say honey barrel, I don't mean like really good barrels. Right, right. This I is mean a literally, actual, a honey literally literal a honey. Of, yeah, so you have some, uh, you know, some artisan honey producers that will actually put their honey in a bourbon barrel to yeah. and get like a bourbon barrel aged honey yeah. since bourbon's all the rage. Um, but when I was at Starlight uh, picking some barrels, they, the, our tour guide there actually went into some pretty decent science about it. And he said because honey will suck up so much moisture, um, <laughs> when they fill a barrel with honey, it's, it's you know, through, through a lot of, uh, was that Christian? Is that you were talking to, or who was it? Uh, no, it wasn't Christian. I love those guys, by the way. It was. And like, how much honey is in one of these barrels? Is it like a gallon? Is it? So they fill it halfway. That's a lot of honey. Yeah, so they fill it halfway, but that barrel needs to be rotated. Yeah. Every, I, th- I think he said every day. Well, yeah, because it would all just concentrate in the bottom. And it'll suck all the moisture. Because uh, if you fill a bottle all the way to the top uh, with honey. It'll suck so much moisture out of it that'll that 
the the wood will literally just shrink. So if you empty it and then you pour whiskey in it, it's just going to come Springs, out. I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it'll, just, okay. it'll completely suck all the moisture out of the wood in that barrel. So basically what they do is to mitigate that is they fill it halfway. They continually to turn it for a given amount of time. And through trial and error, they figured out like a really good time to kind of do that and, and leave it in the barrel and then finally empty it and then fill it with their whiskey. Now, I've also heard that sometimes full honey barrels have to be emptied and then rehydrated in order okay. to uh, for it to fill up uh, before you fill it up with whiskey again. So it doesn't waste. So that's again, a pain in the ass. Cause, yeah, because honey does, right. it's dry and it sucks up a lot of moisture. But so. what does that impart on whiskey? Well, I can only imagine. I think that's this is going to be amazing. Out, yeah. Have you guys ever had a honey finish? I have. I've, I've wanted to get the garrison, yeah. that they've, but I've never been able yeah. to get it. I, I <laughs> It's funny that you brought this today because just today I was looking mm. on TSR and they had a new Lou honey barrel. Yeah. And I almost bought that today. I, I may have actually bought it today. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Money is no object, Did I hit that? Bu- did, I hit the, no did I hit that buy button? I don't remember. Yeah, <clears> I <throat> think I did, actually, now that I think about it. Um, but, yeah, so, like, it, it's just funny that you brought that up because I was just looking at one today, and I wanted to – or it might not have been them. It might have actually been uh, Justin's House of Bourbon, actually. So I have two honey finishes. Uh, this is one of them. And the one thing I've noticed is that after, like, a couple pours, man, does the honey start coming out of this. And to me, this is like... So, like, you have to have a couple glasses before you start getting it, you mean? No, you get it on the palate immediately. But after a couple pours, you tend to get it, like, immediately on the nose. Oh, okay. Like, outside, you know, a lot of stuff happens when you're outside drinking uh, whiskey. That can affect some, your nose and some flavor profiles. Okay, eyes wide open from Taste Select Repeat. It was their uh, reserve batch one, one hundred proof. Okay. Oh, that's what it was. Oh, yeah. the okay. The blend. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I got that one, and then I might go depending on how good this is. I might actually go buy that. Uh, that yeah. was from uh, from Bourbon Outfitter, which is oh yeah, Bourbon Outfitter. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh god. I, I feel like I right smell away. honey. Yeah, but I'm like, is it persuasion? Because no, I know it's a honey no. barrel. I got honey immediately on the, on the nose. Mm-hmm. No, right away. I've had honey. The other oh, honey one man. I have, it's like too much honey. Yeah. This I feel like it's this just enough. Yeah. To, to couple with the spice, and the MGP bourbon that's in here. Yeah. So you get the citrus, you get the spice, and you get that extra little kick of honey. This has a nice like lingering finish. Mm-hmm. Was it you that just posted an update saying you've got a Starlight Honey Barrel coming? <clears throat> no, not a honey, not a Starlight Honey. We have a Starlight. Double oak and a sherry bomb coming out. Might be. Bourbon Enthusiast has a, I think a starlight, but I don't remember if it's a honey or not. I think it was. Well, If it, it is, I'm probably going to grab it. Well, if this nose is any indicator. I love the finish on this. Just the. Well, I mean, that's the five-year <coughs> MGP that's in here. Oh, yeah. It, it was. It was so 100, 116 yeah. proof on the dot on this one. This is what he's got. It finished for six months in, a, uh, in the honey barrel. Oh, yeah, that's the honey one. Yep. Oh, so that one from Starlight. Yeah, they're doing huh. some. They're doing some great, uh, great finishes at Starlight. Yeah, I think you guys were like a day apart. Yeah, with your uh, picks with them. Yeah, the double oak. Oh, I didn't realize that that was a the <laughs> double. You'll you might, you might appreciate this. The double oaked that we did. We're calling. Um, I want to get chocolate wasted. <laughs> you know, as know the movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, the one with all the friends. Grown uh, ups. Yeah. Grown ups. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get chocolate wasted. Yeah, because that's what it—that's what it tastes like. It's so much—it's so oh, chocolatey. God, this is good. You have a uh, Woodford Double Oak coming out, or no, what is uh, it? No, no, uh, Starlight. Starlight, Starlight Double Oak. Okay. Yeah. Damn, it's, when's that coming out? It's there. Well, you don't know. At the end of the month. End of the month. Okay. I'll have to Ooh. snag that. This is good. I like this. I do too. This is a nice. Uh, Honey is kind of a nice little. It's addition. a nice summer sipper, right? Oh. Throw yeah. some ice in this bitch. Yeah. I, don't even know that I, I used to put honey in my coffee and stuff back in the yeah. day, and it just—it reminds me of that. Like it just, there's just a nice little sweetness to it. It's not over overbearing. And now, the more you sip it, the more I feel, mm. the more confectionery it gets. Yeah, okay. like I can it see just that. that. It just gets sweeter and a little bit sweeter. And, and you get sugar mouth going on. You get sugar like on your teeth and shit. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 exactly. No, I, I know what you mean, Brett. I used to keep a, one of those little uh, bear honey yeah. things yeah. on my nightstand. Well, my my girlfriend's your nightstand. Uh, my, my girlfriend's mom, my girlfriend's mother. She she doesn't even use uh, sugar in a, in her coffee or tea or anything. She just uses honey. Uh, fresh honey. Yeah, she lives out in the country, so she gets uh, all the artisanal honey out there from guys that have. Like, oh yeah. like uh, that's supposed to yeah. be good for your allergies. 
Now, if you ever look up any of the studies, and probably because it goes against you buying pharmaceutical stuff, all the studies say it doesn't really do anything. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. They've been saying that for ages, that local honey will actually help you with your allergies. I've really? heard that, too, but I don't... Well, it's almost like a vaccine. You're, you're, you're getting the pollen from all these bees, you know, and, and you're ingesting it. And I mean, that's the thought process behind it. Have you heard about, like, the bee therapy that people do? They get the bee sting therapy? What? To help with pain and all sorts of different stuff. It's almost like a form of acupuncture, but instead of... Wait a Instead minute. of using needles, they actually piss sting off you. some bees, and they actually, yeah, they have bees, and they they uh, bring them and they sting you. Bee stings help with pain. That seems like kind of after, like an oxymoron. Obviously, after you get the sting, yeah. But it's supposed to. It's supposed I to. I don't know. It's supposed to help with a number of maladies. Just to, I don't huh. know. I don't know. I'd, I'd rather. I saw a whole documentary on it. I heard a weird. I saw a weird documentary on like these alternate therapies. And beer sting therapy was one. Obviously, it's big in California because those you know, everybody out there likes yeah. to do some crazy shit. I would feel yeah. like that the accuracy might be better with an acupuncturist. Uh, yeah. Well, no. I mean, they pick up the bee by like <laughs> by its like neck, and then they kind of put it like right on like its tail on you until it. But until like honeybees die when they sting you. So that's are all the these thing. bees They're dying? Killing their, they're killing the bees. But See, that's not good. Yeah. You would think in California that they wouldn't feel okay about that. Yeah, it's probably know. just some like asshole wasps that are just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually wasps with their painting. Like, uh, we'll just pass these off at bees. <laughs> That's good. All you get is a headache and a freaking huge welt. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> this is good. Like, oh, this I, is do, fan- feel, yeah, I this do feel. I do feel better. I do. I feel great. <laughs> right. Yeah. Isn't this good? This is, it's so It's dangerous. It is. Yeah. I mean, agree. So, so it's down here. I mean, we had the. The first night I opened this, I mean, I, I couldn't stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just like, oh, my God. This is good. So good. I could drink this I'm going to pour this in some tea. So oh, yeah. Goes. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that would actually mm-hmm. be nice. I think that would be good. Yeah. Damn it. I mean, I would hate to, like, mix this with something because it's so good. How but to be an alcoholic. It would go well with, like, a tea. <laughs> <laughs> right? Coming out this I fall. How to thoroughly <laughs> ruin your morning every morning. <laughs> He's always in a bad mood yeah. by noon. Yeah, either that or a good mood. <laughs> well, that's in the morning, and then at yeah. noon you're pissed off. I'm always in the bad mood in the morning. I hate mornings, so I don't yeah. like the mornings. Nobody yeah. talks to me till 10. <laughs> <laughs> Until he gets two teas with whiskey, honey, and leave the <laughs> fuck <laughs> off. That's right. Yeah. Oh, Come shit. on. He needs a little Earl Grey, some new Lou, <laughs> and then he's fine. Two of those, and he's, you could talk to him. Uh. <laughs> That's funny. Earl Grey. That'd be a great bourbon, would it? Can you give me some Earl Grey? Earl Grey? Yeah. Hey, Earl Grey is what I served every morning in mm. uh, England, even though it's not really a breakfast tea. I mean, they had a breakfast tea, I guess. But everyone loved their Earl Grey, man. Did you guys uh, see any of the uh, the San Francisco Award uh, things? I, I, I saw some people bragging about it since it's happened, but I didn't actually <laughs> see the actual, uh, you know, like, well, like I mean, whatever. It's like you have everybody, you know, you get a double gold. You get a double gold. Everyone gets a double <laughs> right. gold. I thought Oprah was, was the one. I was going to say, yeah, you're like there, Oprah right? over but there. there was one in particular, two, two bourbons that both got double gold. And to the fact that they're in the same level, like, just destroyed my faith in judging competitions. Yeah. Well, at least San Francisco. Not going to blame them all. Jim Beam White Label got the, a double that, gold. That's the regular, what? right? Yeah, that's like their flagship. And William Rue Weller. What? So both of those got a whoa, double whoa, gold. Whoa, whoa, How can you even? How, wow. So, uh, 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 exactly. William Rue Weller doesn't even hold a candle to Jim Beam White. What <laughs> <laughs> How could it even get that? Yeah. I'm like, and if. William Lee Weller won double gold, and so did Jim Beam White Label. I mean, Blanton should have got super duper double, double right. gold, right? No, yeah. I'm kidding. That's crazy. Double gold square. Isn't that crazy, though, that those two Blanton's got burdens. platinum. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if there is platinum. Is there platinum? They in had to make platinum. They had just to make for platinum. It. Yeah. That's funny. So we've got time here, I think, for one more. Yeah. Uh, and I, su- I hear you have a little surprise for I us. I have a little blind. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to tell you what it is. All right. But, and uh, uh, you are hearing it here first. <laughs> this is the first of two episodes we're doing back-to-back. So after this, we're, really? going, to, uh, we're going to do an old-fashioned pre-made, uh, I guess, episode where they're all pre-made uh, old-fashions. We're going to pour them out with how they recommend pouring them. So that's going to be next week. So tune in for that. I think that'll be interesting. And so to clarify, when you say pre-made, this is something straight from a bottle or something that yeah, you yeah. have made? Well, so uh, pre-made meaning it's either 
and we'll talk about it next week on the episode, but uh, it'll either be made already in a bottle with that brand's bourbon or okay. whiskey or whatever, or it's a syrup that all it requires is you add the whiskey or the bourbon. Okay. So that's what we're going to have. And we'll, we will get to sample those and uh, determine what we think of those compared to like maybe old fashions. And we'll talk about old fashions that we've had in restaurants and stuff and local you know, uh, places to mm-hmm. maybe steer people to. So the more that I drink this honey barrel finish, this is delicious. It keeps it's getting keeps getting better ridiculous. and better. He may end up leaving, <laughs> and that, that <laughs> bottle may not be in his box when he leaves. <laughs> be like, yeah, I put that in your car already. Um, yeah, it's in the car. I don't look downstairs in my uh, in my. Uh, no, it, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, this is good. You know, what's funny is I invite him over here with no expectation of him actually bringing anything just because I it, truly enjoy just him hanging out. And every time he comes over, he brings us stuff that I'm just like, this is just absolutely stupid. Thank so you. So he's got a smile, smirky kind of smile on his face he right does. now as he's he bringing does. out our, our glasses here. And I have to take a big drink of water and clear my palate here. Yeah, I think I'm going to do the same thing just so we're not... Uh, uh. Was my wife in there? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Just your dog trying to hunt my leg again. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah. I like, again. I don't mind that. All right. There's already a gnat in here, I think, but it's okay. Are you sure it's not whiskey bits? I had a gnat earlier. <laughs> I mean, I mean, gnat. <laughs> Fucking gnats. Gnat. Raisin. I get a very dark fruit raisin for sure. How about how about this note? Ready? Hold on, wait, wait. Sorry, I'm coming to the game a little late here. God, oh, you're gonna something. you're gonna throw something out there. You're like, no, there's the something. berries from Captain Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> there's something that's a, in that's this. That's why I know Brett watches super, my challenges because he's, he's quoting cereals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do so many cereal <laughs> recommendations. I fucking oh, love cereal. Like fruity pebbles. I'm gonna go home and eat a bowl of cereal when I get out of uh, here. There's something super familiar that I can't put my like finger on. Cinnamon, you go ahead now. Cinnamon toast crunch, and then uh, and then going to the and then going to Orange Theory and just working it all out <laughs> like a high on sugar. <laughs> yeah, let's run. <laughs> Woo! Run, bro, run, bro. Yeah. Work out. All right. So what were you CTC. gonna say? What's the banana note? nut bread with raisins in it? Ah. So on the nose, it's the, the it's the walnut that I get. When you say banana nut bread, it's the walnut part of that that mm-hmm. I get. Mm-hmm. I do get walnut. That's it's that's the thing I was not able to put my finger on. I get walnut. When, the, but when, the dark fruit banana combination is what uh, yes. is what I loved about this. And I was like, hmm, it's got a great nose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it, it definitely has. It's funny. I just had a banana nut muffin before I came over too. <laughs> of course you did. That sounds very sexual. Yeah. I don't know what that even really means. Banana yeah. butt muffin. I mean, no, I'm kidding. I feel like that should be an innuendo if it's not. <laughs> a, a ba- hey, hon. Uh, hey, hon. How are you, you feeling about a banana nut muffin? <laughs> <laughs> They're banana butt muffins, okay? Well, uh, I don't know. It's not I Friday. I don't know about butt stuff. Or <laughs> it's not Friday. It's only Tuesday. Can I get yeah. a banana butt? <laughs> it's not Peggy Friday, Brett. It. It's not a Peggy Friday. Can I get a banana Friday. butt muffin? Uh, God, this just go to Panera notes. and just order one like it's like no big deal. Yeah, can I get the banana butt muffin? And she's like, <laughs> what did you fucking say? What I'm concerned with here, and so far. <laughs> cons- is he's it, already concerned. Is, is it banana just, butt muffin? No, or is but it, we oh. just had this Nulu uh, honey barrel Yeah. that was super sweet, super, you know, tasty. And then we're going to go to something that has, well, maybe, I mean, it may have a finish. I have no idea. But we're going to go to something that potentially has no finish. And I'm a little concerned that we're going to be let down. Because of going from something like super I don't, sweet, I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll be let down. Well, so he's not trying to fuck with us and give us something shitty. This isn't. This isn't anything I'm trying to like <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you up with. I'm just. Are you trying to fuck, fuck on me? Yeah. <laughs> don't try to fuck on me. I'm just trying to. I just want to get your honest opinions on this. I know it's coming off of that. I'm gonna have a little water too before I oh, take gosh. a sip. 
but I could live in the nose in this class. I know. I, I do I, I'm really enjoy the nose. I'm not in a almost. hurry to drink it just because yeah. how good the nose is. Mm-hmm. I'm actually getting a little hungry smelling this. Yeah, right? <laughs> he's thinking back. He's like, I'm going to go home. about and those banana butt muffins. Yeah, he wants another banana butt muffin. He's going to come home. And <laughs> oh, shit. He's going to go home and come back that with That might it. be our cold opener. Yeah. I've always got a search for cold openers when Tyler's not here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that might be it. That might be it. All right, I'm diving in. All right, guys, cheers. I smelled it in. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you, Jason. Thanks for bringing us. It's been a while. Oh, yeah. Viscosity. Oh, fantastic. Mm. Nice tongue coating, viscosity. Wait till the finish, and then you get a burst of. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You get that. <laughs> uh, what is that? Um. Is that banana bread? Like banana, like not the nut, just the banana, like a dragon. I I, it's a little <laughs> like dragon cinnamon, bread? like cinnamon sugar oh, cinnamon. from banana nut mm. bread. Like not yeah. not cinnamon, like cinnamon sugar. Like there's a yeah. to me there's a yeah, big yeah. difference. No, a so difference. for me, it, like it transitions. It goes mm. from like banana nut bread on the front of the palate, and yeah. then as it works its way back, it's banana nut bread covered in vanilla icing sugar. And then what comes back up for you? The, because uh, there was a second wave that came yeah. up the, like, almost the vapors had a flavor. Yeah, what comes back is, like, the nuttiness, and then I get, like, this little punch of, like, a, I don't know if it's, I think it's, like, a little hint of cherry. It just kind of works right, its way back up. Let me taste it again just to see if yeah. that, what you just said, tracks with my taste. Mm. I hate when things get progressively better as we, as we sample them, because I'm like, God. is oh, that because yeah. I'm drinking I, more, I or are they the really better? Yeah, but I'm also getting some banana on the on the comeback as well. Mm-hmm. But that cherry, you're now that you said that, I'm I'm definitely getting cherry big time. Yeah. Um, but I'm getting still a hint of that banana on the on the comeback. That, but damn, this is good. This is very good. In I'm fact. going to be pissed off after <laughs> we find out what this is because I'm going to know it's something I'm not going to be able to get. Damn, it's that oh, white I'll label Jim Beam. I'll say this: I'll get. You can get it in Kentucky. Okay. It's still there, actually. For $5,000, you can get it. <laughs> no, not for 5000 Hmm. So if you had to pick a distillery or just a flavor profile, where would you guys lean on this? This, for me, I would say, I mean, if it's banana, th- th- that's what's throwing me off. The cherry's making me think turkey. The banana's making me think old forester. Yeah. Uh, well, there's one distillery at a high age that can give you that combo. At a high age? Mm-hmm. Meaning, like, older than, like, 10 years or something, you mean? Exacto mundo. Um, you know what I think this is? <laughs> you, know, you know what I think this is? What? I have no idea. No. You know what I think I, this I is? I think this is the Russell 10-year. No, I don't think it's Russell 10-year. Russell 10-year? No. That's a 90-proof bourbon, dude. Yeah, this is higher than I that. I don't feel like it tastes like a high-proof. <clears throat> well, we also just ran through all these, so it could yeah. just be drinking lighter than it is. I think it's... So you're saying that's not it, then? Okay. No, you're very wrong. Very wrong. Not just wrong. <laughs> He's like, fuck you. Right, it's fuck you you're wrong. You're not even fucking close. <laughs> you're in fucking California. Yeah. We're in Kentucky. Yeah. So I'm with you that I lean yeah. Old Forester because of the banana, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's Old Forester either. I think it's something else. Well, he just <clears> made a <throat> comment after I said Old Forester and Wild Turkey that said there is... Well, you guys mull it over, so I'm going to get the bottle. All right. Okay. The reveal's coming after these messages. <laughs> <laughs> a brief word from our sponsor. So let me, let me, God, i got to drink this again and think about this, because the cherry made me think... Oh, I hate... <sighs> he said it's you know still what? available in Kentucky. You know what? I bet you this is fucking Jack Daniels. I bet you this is Jack Daniels. It could be Jack Daniels because Jack Dan that's not a bad guess. Jack Daniels, isn't it? Nope. Damn it. I was going to say that's not a bad guess. It's really not. Over the century. I definitely don't feel like Steph Curry in game two of the finals because I'm missing <laughs> everything. God, what is this? I feel like it, it's, I feel like it's old, like greater than ten years. Well, for he, sure. So the Jack, so the Jack Daniels is actually a good guess because that was my first guess when I first tried yeah. this. I'm like, is this a, is this a Jack? When you, when you said, at, that it could taste like turkey or um, well, 
oh, banana wow. and cherry at a high age. That made me think. After a second, I started thinking. Well, maybe that's Jack Daniels because Brown Foreman also and like you know, but because only really good Jack Daniels single barrels, you'll get that banana and then you get like that punch of dark fruit. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't always all. They usually lean more towards like maple syrup, yes, banana pancake type. But all profile. the Jack Daniels I've enjoyed have been more like this profile. Exactly. Exactly. This is really tough. It's good though, isn't it? It's, it's very, very good. I was very impressed with it, especially you knowing, you know, I'm not saying that <coughs> where I got it was it's something I would expect less of, but it's the first bottle from them that if, I had like, okay, I'll go I'll go all in on this one and, and if this is Dickel, I'm gonna be pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Just throw your glass uh, and walk off. That's it. After if uh, this is just, uh, just so you know, folks, if uh, this ends up being Dickel, uh, Tyler will be the new host. The new host? <laughs> Come on down. He'll be like, oh, what are we going to do today? <laughs> Tyler's going to run in right now. I heard I'm the host. <laughs> I'm feeling better, guys. I feel, I feel better. better. Let's go. Then. I'll just stay over here. Just Pass ex- the mic. You got an extension cord? You got an extension. <laughs> All right. You ready, guys? Yes. Yeah. I want the big reveal. Justin's what House of Bourbon. fuck? <laughs> I'll be damned. This is a 14-year pick from Justin's House of Bourbon. And guess where they picked it? None other than Barton. Barton? So Barton is known for a little bit of a banana flavor, especially in their bottled and bond lower-proof offerings. But if if you guys have ever had the Calumet stuff, which is Barton-sourced, they can get real cherry-heavy. You're right. So this kind of brings that same type of aspect to it. You get... I would have never. Doesn't. Um, never got that. What's the other one I think that uses um, not just Calumet, but does it, isn't there another one that also uses the Sam? Sam Houston. Sam Houston. That's yep. where I get it usually. Yep. Is that Sam Houston, the, what is it, the 15? Yeah. So if you bought this bottle, you also got a, uh, a, an imperial stout that was finished for uh, several months in the barrel that, that this came oh, out of. Oh, shit. Say they still have that? Yeah, I was just there last weekend. Is it so. on Bourbon Outfitter, do you know? But it's in, but it's at the Justin's house. I don't know if it's in the one in Louisville. I was in the one in Lexington uh, and they had this. Okay. So, yeah. God, I haven't been to Kentucky in a while. Crazy, right? 118 proof, 14 years old. This is freaking good. This Isn't is it very good? good. It's a really good pick. So they did their own line sourced from Barton. Yep. yep. Interesting. First bottle I ever took a chance on it. And if you go back What's into the, the nose now, I get graham cracker. In this, so it's pricey. It's it was three hundred bucks, but you get the beer for free, well, which I'm well, sure one single I'm, beer, which well, I'm sure you really don't get for free. Right, I'm sure it's just yeah whatever. worked into the price. Yeah, exactly. That's all right. So, but it is a fourteen year bourbon. But my, I mean, my argument is Damn. that you can get a Calumet fifteen. They still sit on, on Ohio shelves for one hundred thirty bucks. Yeah, that's the same age. Yeah. You I have a Calumet 15 down? I, I have talk. a 14 and a 15 downstairs. Okay. And then the 16 Houston is as well. The 16 is starting to drop everywhere now, too. Is it? I haven't seen the 16, yeah. is it? Well, not in Ohio yet, oh, but okay. it's, in, it's in Kentucky. All right. So, all right. This was a nice little uh, spread. This was. Nice little surprise. Kind of a little surprise bottle there, right? You yeah, always bring I, a good spread. I don't know that you that heard part weird, of this, but, but I always invite you over here just for the company. Yeah. This is a bonus. I, I honestly have no expectation of you bringing anything. To, yeah. uh, honestly, so when I invite you, I don't expect you to bring anything. Well, you guys know by now. I'm I expect it because <laughs> I fucking know. Yeah, listen, I, honestly, I think it's great. Like, oh, Jason's coming. He's going to bring something. <laughs> something like those little monkeys new. with the symbols. No. Yeah. But I remember I, the first episode you invited me here, and I brought over the old Fit 16. Oh, you guys Jesus. were like, what, the old car. You guys were like, what the hell? Right. 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 You were now. bringing like all the big guns. And <laughs> what was the one that you wanted that you said tasted like 7 Up? Sprite. Oh, the four gate. Was yeah. it rye or was it R Y three? That was the ruby. That was the four gate ruby rye sprint. Oh no, the rye three. He thought tasted yeah. Like that's what sprint. it was. Right? It was that four gate. Yeah, yeah. I think. no, no, no. The rye Wasn't three. It was the rye three. Oh, okay. The four gate was the uh, that was the port finish rye. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. So yeah. he, had, I don't know if you heard, but he was asking about that uh, last episode or the one before. We had something that reminded me of that. Yeah, the old elk four grain. That reminded me of that same yeah. like sprite. It was weird. So I got the I got a sample of the old elk double wheat. Damn it, that's the one I wanted. Yeah, <laughs> I should have brought. It. I wish you knew. I would have brought it. I I, 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 re- I did a quick uh, sample review on it. Uh, was, was it pretty it last good? Last week, 
I, I thought it was great. I see. That's the one I wanted. Yeah. They sent me the four grain. How was the four grain? Nah. Four hundred bucks. But it was. It was. It was. It was crisp. Yeah. It was a light. It very like a, a hot drink. Like like hot like outside a hot drink. drink. Yeah. Yes. Kind of like the what was the Nulu you said maybe yeah. throwing some. It felt like something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was a little different than what I like about well, uh, Old Elk. A lot of people what what people forget about Old Elk is they have a very high barley content yes. in mash bills. And and it, it which was will, it was evident. Which will really round out and smooth out for mm-hmm. sure. a profile. For sure. Yeah. And it did. It was good. <coughs> I'm not I'm not knocking it at all. It was good. It wasn't what I have come to like about Old Elk. But Does that, that make sense? Yeah, but that double wheat that, that they sent, Damn 107 it. proof, right head to head with, with Weller Antique, man. Damn. Uh, See, that's the, that's 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 the one statement. I was hoping. The blend of the weeded bourbon and the wheat whiskey that they do, mm-hmm. good good ages on it. I mean, they're asking 100 bucks for it, but I dug it. it was, that's the one I was hoping it was they would real, send. It was real fruit forward. Damn it. I mean, this was like, uh, like a, I don't know, it's like a freaking fruit basket in a glass it's yeah. crazy <laughs> see that so, like when i saw they they announced those two and said they were sending us something i was literally hoping it was the double wheat they sent us the four the four grain which was fine yeah I, see i saw your post about the four grain and then i got the box i'm like oh is this the four grain and then i open it and it's a double wheat i'm like well where's the four grain i'm trying both <laughs> <laughs> I know. because uh buckeye bourbon girl who's also yeah. in town she got the actual double wheat and yeah. i was like Damn it. But I'll tell you one thing. When the double wheat does hit Ohio, because Ohio does luckily get a lot of old elk stuff, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely buying a bottle of double wheat because yeah. it, was, it was that good. I, and I definitely, good definitely want to do it. I definitely want to do it like head-to-head with Weller Antique and yeah. see how it does. Yeah. See, that's a good idea. That's, yeah. a good, that's a good idea. A good episode yeah. for, for your double blind base or whatever. Double yeah, base double base. Or, yeah. yeah. That would be a good episode. Um, all right, guys. So we're going to end this episode. Join us next week when we do. Uh, Jason C is going to be back next week. Uh, for that episode as well, we're going to be doing uh, uh, old-fashioned premixes. Uh, so thanks for joining in. You can catch us uh, on the Grams, our website. You can order those uh, Kinsey Drams. Where can we find you, Jason? Find me on YouTube at The Mash and Drum. Uh, also on Instagram at The Mash and Drum. Underscores all in between. Um, always posting on there. So, yeah, thanks for having me on again, guys. It's always a lot What's of fun. What's the name of your uh, bourbon club or whiskey club? Yeah, if you're interested in some of my uh, barrel picks, you could join the Mash and Journey Whiskey Club. All you have to do is join uh, uh, my Patreon, and you'll get access to the picks as long as there's bottles left for you. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a combination joint venture between Mash and Drum and my bourbon Yeah, my journey. buddy uh, Scott from my bourbon journey, uh, we decided you know, a while back to do them uh, in tandem because we always wanted to do, do picks together. We have he, – he likes stuff that certain has a certain complexity to it. I like that too, but I always like to go for something a little bit different. I keep – he kind of keeps me honest and I keep him honest, so it's a good partnership. That's good. Because he – so he, far, all the picks I've had from you guys have been outstanding. Yeah, I haven't bought yeah. everything you have that you've come across. I just don't have that kind of money. Well, I understand. Yeah. But I yeah. buy whatever, like this Nashville yeah. Bourbon or Barrel Company that you guys just did. I did the bourbon offering from that. That bourbon, I, I'm I, excited I'm about telling that. you. When you, you're not going to believe. It's shipped already. It's on its yeah, way. You're so. not going to believe that that is a six-year-old bourbon. I was hoping it was going to be here today because yeah. I was going to break into it on this episode with you. But mine actually, I was mine arrived today. I got home from work and there was a UPS sticker on the door. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> well, I think my, I think mine's supposed to come tomorrow. I was right. so mad, but oh well. Well, yeah, I'm interested to hear your thoughts once you get it, but I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. All right, thanks, guys, for uh, joining in. And as always, uh, leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. That always helps us get on these great guests like Jason. The only reason he's here is because of the reviews we've gotten. <laughs> so uh, join us again next week, guys. Thanks a lot. Joining in for yet another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a good rating on Apple, Podbean, Google, or wherever you are listening. It definitely helps us to get great guests on our show. And follow us on Instagram and the Facebooks to keep up to date with what is in our glass. As always, sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy some bourbon.